Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. All right, guys, tonight we are going to drink and talk about off-color brewing, and we are going to talk about our favorite foods, which is appropriate because we are drinking beer for pizza and beer for burgers tonight. Yeah. I assume that they're intending for you to drink those beers with those items. That's what I was thinking. They also have a um, beer for tacos, which I would have actually preferred, Um, but and they have a beer for cafes i don't know if that's a coffee one i haven't oh, seen that interesting. and then uh you know they've got their dino s'mores dessert type foods i feel like they've got a lot of food related beers anyways i can get behind that <laughs> right which makes our topic exactly very appropriate. so we're going to talk about food and we're going to drink some stuff from off color so, cool well let's open yeah. a beer for pizza okay all right, let's get that let's started. Let's see what we got here. I haven't had actually either of these beers, to be honest with you. I have been to Off Color. Um, I know. You got me my cool cat I shirt. I did get you your cat shirt. We do love breweries with cat themes. It's sort of a weird <laughs> niche for me. Is breweries that have cat paraphernalia. It's yeah, kind of like, like my it. thing. So if you're listening to this episode and you know of a brewery that yeah. has a brewery cat yep. or has brewery cat-related paraphernalia, merch, yes. merch I am interested. <laughs> nice so well, this is actually yeah. a malt beverage it is um, it's, so we're, we're we're actually straying from the beer i didn't even realize that but it is a malt beverage with natural flavors it says on here <laughs> it says cola inspired so i mean i think I, they're going for the to pair with pizza thing so right that you would drink cola right? which i could totally get behind although i gotta say i'm more of like a dr pepper Ooh. kind of cola drinker That's not fair. like a coca-cola pepsi kind of I prefer Pepsi over Coke, but I also do like a, a, a Dr. Pepper. I haven't actually been drinking a lot of pop in quite a really while. I don't really either. I am one of those people that very rarely I want like just like an ice cold like ginger ale or something. I actually really like ginger ale. Like, yeah, I just me like too. The flavor of me it. too. Or I, I like tonic water a lot. Yeah, I don't um, drink that. That's okay. But I'm also a big, like, when I used to drink, like, mixed drinks, gin and tonic was always my drink of choice. And so I liked tonic before that Mm -hmm. because my father used to have tonic in the fridge all the time when I was growing up. So occasionally I would have some. Yeah, you were just used um, to having it around. But then when I started drinking gin and tonic as, like, my mixed drink drink. out at weddings and parties and stuff like that, uh, I got more into just, like, tonic in general. So if I wanted something to drink, I would occasionally drink tonic Tonic. water um but yeah i don't drink a lot of like coke pepsi sprite yeah all the major stuff or carbonated beverages i I do like the bubbles like yeah that's what gets me is that sometimes i just need like some really strong carbonated drink 
There's actually, like, I'll drink not tonic water, but I guess kind of flavored. Like, Walmart has, like, this cherry limeade that's, like, just zero calories clear, and it's carbonated, and it's got a little bit of cherry, a little bit of lime, and it's just good over ice. But it gives you that, like, bubbles. Yeah. Which is nice. That is the thing that I... uh very rarely, but occasionally just kind of get like a jonesing mm-hmm. for it. Like no, I just I totally want get it. that. All right. Well, this smells weird. Smells <laughs> smells different. Yeah. <laughs> the aroma is different. All right. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna just talk about off color slightly. If you're from the Chicago area, you probably know off color. I mean, they're two pr- relatively big hitters in the industry. Um, John Laffler came from Goose Island. Dave came from Two Brothers. Uh, they met when they were learning about beer, and they both entered at Metropolitan, actually, um, oh, before yeah. starting okay. Okay. Off Color in 2013. Um, their goal was kind of to focus on, like, for ori- at least originally, like, forgotten styles of beer. So, like, pre-German, um, late 15th century, before, like, the Bavarian purity law essentially condemned anything that wasn't just like beer, just hops, water, um, grain. Yeah. Like grains, barley, barley, water, and hops. So essentially that was like, that's all you can put in it. And they're like, no, no, no. We want to do things that are different. So, (laughs) so that was kind of their thing. I think John in one interview said, um, they're the niche niche brewery for yeast nerds. So ah, uh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> that's enough. how they referred he referred to themselves. Uh, so they opened in 2013. Um, essentially, the first day that they were open, they just put out some kegs and some plastic cups and let everyone fend for themselves. Um, that's so cool. I think that's I pretty like cool. That. Um, since they, then, they've opened their tap room, which they call Mouse Trap. Mm-hmm. So they're big in the cat slash slash mouse thing. Um, John has said that I think his mom was like a, a children's librarian or something. So he's big into storytelling and oh. stories on their, you know, their cans. And um, they are very like cutesy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like really like like almost child art exactly yeah so he had said like that his mom instilled in him kind of the importance of storytelling and the mouse theme he said was because the only living thing that's there more than john and dave is the grain mouse so (laughs) (laughs) so they have the mouse Awesome. awesome. So, yeah, they're still a relatively small brewery. I think they've got like an 8,000 um, barrel max, um, and they make all kinds of different different beers. They collaborate with different people. One that was notable um, was they actually did a collaboration with Miller High Life. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. I have a bottle of it in my nice. fridge. Eek. Yes. <laughs> so. I have that beer. I do not have that beer, but I thought that that was interesting. I do, so. but I don't know if it's a good idea that I still have it. I don't think it, that type of a beer is really yeah, shelfable. I, so. Yeah, I don't really know why I still have it. My husband brought it home at one point, and like, I think he suggested drinking it once. And, and then never again. And kind of just like never. And on, and as we've talked about many times before, mm-hmm. you, you move so quickly when it comes to buying beer yeah. that like if you don't drink something, the it day just after kind of you bring it home, falls by the wayside. Yeah. You don't drink it. Yeah, you no. don't. You don't finish it. Like you I said, know. that's why you yeah. don't buy four cans of right, four I packs can't. of stuff because you're never going to get that third it. or fourth beer. I just you 
just like, bought, yeah, I bought like eight beers the other day, but they were all different because I was like, I want to try all these, but I know that me, I am not personally going to drink more than one of them. Right. So, right. which is great. I love the bottle shops that sell me, sell me one <laughs> because right. I probably wouldn't honestly buy a four pack because right. first of all, they're $16. Second of right. all, the three of them are probably going to sit in my fridge until I'm like, all right, someone please take this beer. Yeah. Even if it's good, there's so many good beers out there. So anyways, um, couple cool things off color. Um, they make Tooth and Claw, which is the house logger of the Field Museum, which I thought was cool. Oh, yeah. Cute. Yeah. So um, Field Museum, I feel like, has a lot of uh, collaborations with alcohol. Like yeah, Pseudo I mean, Sue. Pseudo Sue from But then um, Journeyman makes a whiskey that's their house like whiskey i believe so no or maybe way, it's really? a gin. yeah like so the field museum actually has a lot of just like partnerships with different alcohol places which is that's i don't know makes me very, like field museum even more yeah I what think. an what an right? eclectic pairing yeah, like to have sure. those two things go together the field museum and an different alcohol, alcohol. Yeah, right <laughs> super random but all right well i haven't had this it doesn't smell like beer to me no, because it smells it's not. like it smells like a something I should drink out of a paper bag. I mean, it smells like flat coke to me. That's I mean, yep, that's what I get. That's what I'm getting here. And and you know, and I took a sip already, and I'm gonna tell you that that's what it tastes like. Yeah, go ahead, Lauren, drink it. I did. I don't want to. Um, I really like off color, but this is not my style. So I'm giving it a shot because why not? It's an adorable can with lots of mice eating pizza at some sort of Chicago pizza joint. And um, it is cola inspired, but I would rather just have a cola, I think, with my pizza or something else. Yeah, it's just, I think we can agree. It's not that this is not good. It is just not our thing. Like, I just like, does this taste like I would expect it to based on what the can sure. says. It, yeah. yeah, totally. It yeah, I can't. Exactly I, like I, I'm not gonna going to go on with. Untapped and be like, one star, I don't like it. Because if you read the description, it's dark sugar, syrup, cola nut, lime, vanilla, blah, blah, blah. Malt beverage with natural flavors added, cola inspired. I mean, it's not yeah, wrong. That like is The description exactly. is accurate. It tastes like flat soda with a little bit of alcohol in it. And that's pretty much what this is. It's just totally not my style at no. all. Not but we gave either. it a shot, so we, I like we, the name. We tried. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's pretty good. Alrighty, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Alright, let's talk about our favorite foods since we've got beer for pizza and beer for burgers. Yeah, it makes sense that we would talk <clears throat> right? about our favorite I think food. So, yeah. And I will mention that my six year old suggested this mm-hmm. topic. So I wish we were kind of racking our brains for some odd reason we were like in a little bit of a like yeah. creative lull and sure. couldn't really come up with a good topic. What do we talk about today? And uh and my I just randomly asked my kids, Hey, what should we talk about on the podcast? And they both just <laughs> looked at me by the way and were like <laughs> I don't drink beer. I can't make a suggestion. <laughs> and I was like, well, we talk about beer, but we, we always talk about like a kid topic or a parent sure. topic or family, family topic. Yeah. And my little one was just like, why don't you talk about food? Don't <laughs> why you eat not? food with beer? And I was like, 
Good point. Good yes. point, little so, guy. I like it. You know, the next generation for our podcast is starting. We're no, getting there. They we got, sure at are. least that one, I think, is probably in the running. Yeah. No, every time. <laughs> so I went and picked up beer the other day, and the kids were in the car, and I curbsided it. And they were like, oh, this beer store, we know this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, Yeah, right? we've been there a couple times. And then I had, I was, talk, I was talking to a different friend of mine, and... <laughs> My little girl goes, are you talking about beer? And I was like, oh, no, she doesn't drink beer, sweetie. And she goes, well, why not? What does she drink? I know, right? What's wrong with her? <laughs> she was. I was like, you're six and you're, you're judging people for I not drinking it. beer. No. I mean, gold star for you. Yeah, but it was but really funny. You know, right. I get it. Teach her to be a good human. Sure, sure, sure. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, but it was, it was funny. I laughed. I, I will say, and I know we've talked about recruiting people before, but I will say that on occasion when I meet somebody that says that they just don't like beer, mm-hmm. In my head, I actually say to myself, you just haven't had the right one. Yeah. Like, I am 100% convinced, and there is no changing my mind on this. Mm -hmm. That there's something out there for everyone. Yeah, there is something for everyone. And everybody, if you haven't found that thing yet, you just have to keep looking. Because it is out there. There's so many beers. Maybe this is your Maybe this is. Maybe this is. I mean, who knows? Maybe beer for pizza. Like, there's... There's beers that I don't like, which is totally fine. There's beers that I love that someone else might not like. Yes, yes. There's so many, like one of my best friends doesn't really drink beer, but she will drink a stout with me. Nice. Which is super random. It is kind of random. Like of all beers. That's not the way they go. Yeah. But so I was like, you know what? That's fine. Like I will drink a stout with you any day. That's totally cool. Right. But then another friend of mine like only drinks IPAs, but not hazy IPAs. So it's really hard right now to find like just that an IPA, I just not a say, double, not a hazy. I'm like, literally, it's hard. Why is it hard to find just a regular IPA? Like, I would just like to point out that my child that suggested that we talk about beer tonight yes. was totally right. We could have just done that. But we'll talk about food because obviously we just talked about beer for like five minutes. Yeah, no, no. no. Um, in addition to the time we talked about beer when we were drinking the then beer. Then we'll talk and- about beer in the next time. But all right, food. <laughs> Pizza, I will say, is one of my favorite foods. Well, and so. I kind of like, as a kid, what was my favorite food? Ooh, so, like, okay. as a kid, pizza yeah. was definitely up there. Mm-hmm. I also liked Oreos soaked in milk, which was, like, a big thing for me. I would, like, drop a bunch of Oreos and just let them in milk and kind of let everything, the like, milk. Okay. like, become one. And then <laughs> I would, like, eat the Oreos out and then eat some of the, like, milk with all the little Oreo crumbs in it. Um, okay. I think that if you, like, saw me doing it, it, you would be disgusted. But if you tried it yourself, you would find it very I mean, enjoyable. I kind of get it. Because, like, you crumble them up. And, like, if you just froze that, it would just be cookies and cream. Right. Like, you know, that's really all it is. Yeah. Is, like, defrosted. Like, that's it. So yeah. I get it. I understand. Yeah. So I can get behind it. that was a big thing for me when okay. I was a kid was okay. Oreos and milk and pizza. I like pizza. Yeah. As a grown-up, I kind of broke it into two categories. Like, okay. the thing I like to eat going out. Like, what do I like to get uh, when I go at out At the restaurant to eat? Like, like, if I could like list some foods. Um, and I got pretty specific because, okay. like, it's important to me. No, I, food and is very important also, in our house. Also, I, I miss understand. restaurants, so I had to, like, you know, fantasize. No, I get it. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, food was always... I mean, food's just important to us. As a kid, I liked kind of weird foods. Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Brussels sprouts were my favorite vegetable yeah. of all time. I don't think Still I are. ate a vegetable until I started dating my husband. Yeah, no, I don't think all through college you didn't eat vegetables. I that guarantee was, you I did not. Wasn't. I didn't. Yeah. But like, Still alive. 
Yeah, no, she's fine. But um, I'm fine. Well, one of our Lauren other... said it. You guys heard it. She said I'm fine. <laughs> one of our other friends wouldn't eat was things from the sea. Yes, things that were green, creamy, and something else. Things with cream in the title. <laughs> yes. Okay. There were rules. So apparently I was around a bunch of picky eaters most of my, like, 19 through 20s. But, no, as a kid, like, I love Brussels sprouts, which, ironically, my oldest I know, you loves said Brussels that. sprouts. Yeah. Like, loves them. Um, but we also used to eat. So my my mom's parents grew up without a lot of money. So, like, they scrounged around for, like, different foods that probably were cheap that shouldn't normally go together but like now they're comfort foods for like me and my brother and so like we would eat like buttered noodles with cottage cheese Ah. which is like weird to a lot of people but now it's like i just will make that because it's like it reminds me of being a kid you know i make i make that with cream cheese like i'll make macaroni and cheese quote unquote but like with with a little bit of cream cheese because Mm -hmm. it has like more of that tangy flavor and i really like my dad made that yeah it's it's all about like what you grew up with you know and my mom my mom was a stay-at-home mom so like she made dinner every single night so like we ate all, like, I, I talked to my husband. Like, I eat all kinds of weird foods. Like, I don't think there's many foods out there that I haven't had. But, like, I introduced him to a lot of foods, like oysters or, like, mm-hmm. different seafood. And we went to Oyster Bar um, downtown not too long ago. We actually went to Crab Cellar in the basement. But there's this wall, and it's, like, the first time eating oysters. And I was like, I don't remember the first time I had any food ever. Like, I just don't remember because I've been eating them since I was two or three that I don't remember my first time of anything. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. That's a pretty good, like, let me just say that your parents did a good job because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is an area in which I could definitely make more of an effort. Mm. And a part of it is that because I'm a picky eater, Mm. I struggle with trying to get my kids to eat things that maybe I don't prefer Prefer. to eat not that i won't eat them while i am a picky eater i i have like expanded to the point where for the most part i can kind of work through most Most things things. yeah might not be my favorite thing but i'll kind of pick through a lot of stuff totally get it yeah even my kids like my my twin boy will be like i don't Mm. like it but i know i have to eat it yeah (laughs) and i was like yeah Yeah. you're right that's good that's good (laughs) so i mean you know it's not it's it's a hard lesson to learn, but it's good to learn that lesson in the realm or, of food yeah. because, like, it kind of teaches you compromise. Fair. It kind yeah. of, you know, it teaches you to be kind and accommodating and, you know, and polite. Yeah, especially if you're not you don't, home. Or, yeah, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. you just don't really prefer. Or like I said, sometimes I'll, like, pick through something. I'll order yeah. something and I'll just happen to have, like, I'm not a big fan of onions. Sure. Sometimes food... A lot of things in have it, onions, yeah. And I'll just kind of eat whatever eat the rest it. of it is, you mm-hmm. know? And I, it's, I, would I make it with onions? Well, I don't know. Maybe not because I don't really like onions, but sure. will I eat it? Yeah, sure. Why sure. not? You know, maybe. Yeah. You know? At least some of it. Yeah. Fair. All right. Well, what are your, some of your favorite foods so as you've gotten eat, older? <laughs> to eat out, um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of bottom sirloin from Fogo de Chon, uh, okay. which is a Brazilian steakhouse for people who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, that particular cut is a little tougher. It's not like filet mignon or ribeye where it's a little more tender cut. Sure. It's a little chewier cut. Mm-hmm. I just, 
it just hits all, checks all the boxes for me. Okay. I just really like it. Um, and then, you know, to go on the other more extravagant <laughs> side, I also really love me a Cajun ribeye from Morton's. Um, yeah, ribeye is my, rib my cut of choice for also sure. Also mine. And I'm, yeah. I usually go at about medium rare. Always um, medium rare for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm a medium rare girl. Um, I can go a little bit one way or the other, which is why I like medium rare. Mm-hmm. Because like I can eat a steak a little more rare, and I can eat a steak a little more done yeah. and be happy with yeah. it. Which is why I order medium rare because yep, you could go a little bit. I'm a, yeah. I'm very flexible, but like I used to order steak medium, mm-hmm. and it was always just like a little overcooked, mm-hmm. and yep. so it was really hard. For, I don't. Yeah. Want, I'm no. I'm a spoiled brat, but it was really hard <laughs> for me. Hey man, when it costs seventy dollars, it You're should be gonna, cooked. It right. should be great. which I'm is fair. Sorry. Yeah, I um. You know, I feel like, and I've, I don't know if I've said this before, but I know I've talked about it before. There are certain things, like we ate a ton of different foods as kids, and my mom is an excellent cook, but there's certain things she's just not, like aren't her forte. And I feel like like barbecue and steak is not. And they eat a lot of their stuff medium. And I think I didn't really realize how much I enjoy it until I got older and started ordering things for myself. And then my husband is an excellent cook. He's an excellent on the grill and, and sure, our smoker. Sure, that he's covers yeah, that's those his bases. Thing. Right. right. So like now, like I thought I didn't like barbecue at all. And right. like one of my favorite things in the world is beef ribs, which right? he does an amazing job and like they're fantastic. But I would have never had that because I was like, oh, I don't like ribs. But that's because the way that my mom made them, which no nothing against her, was like she just threw them on the grill and smothered them in barbecue sauce. I don't like sauce. That is one You're, thing. Yeah. I don't like gravy on like meats. I don't like much mm. barbecue sauce. I'll like dip it in. But I don't like food with a lot of sauce on my it. My older child so. is that way. My nine-year-old is like that. He... Is sort of like you, where he would, it, it, to simplify things, like if he were to eat chicken tenders, mm-hmm. he may dip them in a little bit of like ketchup, sure. but he is not going to like, he's not Pour that person sauce on it, yeah. that's going to squirt ketchup all over his french fries. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not that person. I can't do he that. would know. I don't, yeah. I can't do that, but that's because I don't like ketchup. But, uh, but fair. <laughs> I do like sauce and gravy, and I do think that in the scheme of something that I think I am, I excel at. Mm-hmm. I think I excel at making sauces. Oh, um, okay. I, I like to dress, like I will make steak. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to sous vide, yeah. which is a different cooking method. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that a lot of things that you sous vide, you can really bump it up a notch with accompanying it with a sauce. So I like to make like brandy peppercorn sauce mm-hmm. or I make like a, balsamic uh butter sauce or sure and most of them are really simple yeah um i make a chimichurri sauce sometimes with steak i do i do really enjoy chimichurri but again i maybe i like to control the amount i I almost never like anything covered in a sauce yeah the only thing i'll say about chimichurri is that i'm sort of the same way i do kind of like you know just obviously you're not literally sprinkling it on but like i do kind of just like to kind of get a little bit here and there right but i like it on rice Hmm. and i'll mix it pretty good in some rice okay Um, we eat a ton of rice yeah we eat a ton of rice too and it's actually a big reason i think why i like to make sauces Mm -hmm. is because i'll make rice 
and I'll throw in some of the sauce either on my own if somebody else doesn't want it. Sure. Or I'll cook it with, with the some sauce. of the sauce and then I'll add a little myself because I do like my rice to have a nice coating on it. Yeah. Like Our, I like plain-ish rice, you know, seasoned or whatever. I actually don't but... like rice. So as a kid, I didn't like rice at all. And maybe that's because I just didn't feel like it had a lot of flavor compared to a lot of other things. Sure. My kids literally could eat just a plate full of white rice with butter and salt. Me too. And they would be I happy too, as a clam. Honestly, I feel that so, way about rice. So maybe a little sauce would do me some good. But that is one thing that chimichurri. I never Chimichurri. Try liked. it with chimichurri. All right. I'm going to give it a shot. I promise shot. you, you will not regret okay. it. So that's right. kind of my, like, as a grown-up, things I like to eat out is, I guess, I would say steak. If I were to yeah. generalize, I would say mm-hmm. steak. When it comes to making it myself, mm-hmm. um... I do like chimichurri sauce. I yes. do like my chimichurri <laughs> sauce. Um, my father makes this short ribs in like a red sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been making it like, like a little bit more often in the last couple months, sure. last six or eight months. Because why not? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although short ribs are kind of on that list of things, it's like almost a little hard to get. Yeah, I know. We... Uh... Yeah, agreed. There's a, there's a bunch of things like even to get beef ribs, like we have to pre- we have to order them. Yeah, like you can't just get them at the store. Like we have to go to the butcher and we have to say, okay, right. I want these. Call me when they get in. So right. yeah, yeah, stuff I mean, like that. Short ribs. It's like the couple of times I've gone to my grocery store mm-hmm. and look, they just don't have them. Right. And then Costco has them like once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. And every time they do, I just buy them. And the package is big enough for like two meals worth. Yep. Yeah. So I'll freeze half, mm-hmm. vacuum seal and freeze. Yep. And then I'll make the other half within a day or so. Yep. Um, and so we'll eat it twice in the span of like a few weeks or a month or something like yeah. that. No, I you totally know. get that. But yeah. I think, you know, my dad's recipe for red sauce for what most people would call like a spaghetti sauce sure. i just don't say spaghetti sauce but like no yeah. my dad's recipe for red sauce is good and it's mm-hmm. rich and it's just it that we braise the short ribs in it like a couple hours and it just tastes really good after this podcast just i know enough. right yeah. <laughs> we're gonna order a pizza and right. drink it with our beer for right pizza for sure yeah. Here. yeah um that is one thing also that i i'm spoiled but like i do not like jarred sauce no i've never at- i all. I like, can't do that. I have to spend like an afternoon just making my own yeah. and I'll freeze it in like batches. Sure. So I can pull it back out because like I'll make it for the kids. If like on a pinch I'll just throw sure. in some whatever, but like I can't do it. Like no. I can't eat pasta I don't, with jarred sauce. I, I don't just can't believe do it. I've ever even <laughs> bought jarred sauce. I mean like I, Costco sells have, cans yeah. of tomato oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sauce and I'll make sauce with that yes, occasionally yeah. mm-hmm. and like Especially like you said, oh, you'll make it for the kids. Yeah, I'll make sometimes make them a quick throw together where mm-hmm. I make it with that. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm if my husband's at work and I'm gonna have leftovers from right. something or yeah. whatever. Yeah, there's there's one decent canned sauce that I can do, mm-hmm. but I don't like it. It's just tolerable. <laughs> right, you'll survive on it, yes. but it's not your favorite. Just yeah, kind of like no, this beer. Like yeah, I'll like, survive. I love it if I, I needed to drink tolerated it. Tolerated it. But yeah, no, it's funny. It's it's really interesting. Like when I was in college, so I went to University of Illinois at Champaign Urbana. Like one of the guys I went to college with, and wound up working with, he had never eaten chicken with bones in it because his mother always deboned his chicken before he ate it like he literally the first time he saw chicken with bones was like what is this and i'm like it's chicken what like it's the thing like he never had like fried chicken ever 
literally ever what? ever right like but it's the it's how you grow up is how you eat That's, like, you know what <laughs> it's funny that you told that story because just like four or five days ago my <laughs> husband and i were talking about the first time he met my parents mm-hmm. and it's not that long of a story but the short of version of it is he came to my parents house mm-hmm. we were in college we were dating yeah. And we had dinner that night, and we had, like, hamburgers or something. Sure. And my dad went to just, like, throw the leftover hamburgers in the garbage. And my husband, then boyfriend, um, was just like, oh, don't do that. I'll eat those. And my father (laughs) looked at him like, you're going to eat the food I'm going to throw in the garbage? (laughs) And what I realized since that moment is that, my entire life up until that moment we had never saved food leftovers i never took home what i didn't eat from a restaurant Mm, i never ate left my father never saved leftover food Mm. he never did that ever Mm. and my husband nothing goes to waste i mean he will save anything and um and not not to an extreme. No, no, no but, but I get it. Like, there's leftovers, and that's going to be tomorrow. Yeah, he will I'm heat eat that, that at up some point. Yeah. on a fresh bun and eat it for lunch the next day. That's fair. My parents did, like, they would keep some leftovers, but I would not eat them. I didn't yeah. eat leftovers until I was an adult. Like, literally until after, like, probably within the last five years, even. Yeah. My husband always is like, you never eat leftovers. And I was like, I really don't. Like, I never really I just, did before. Now, I will now. I kind more. of do. Yeah. It depends on what it is. But oh, there's for a lot sure. of things that we'll save that I know I'm not going to eat. Well, I'll like, say to my husband, I'm like, so are we going to save this and just throw it out in three days, or should right. I throw it out now? Like, I pick know. One. <laughs> yeah, I know when I put something in my refrigerator yeah. that I will. That it is that just a storage I will, unit. Yes. Exactly. Until it goes to the garbage. That's day. that's why I asked. I'm leaving it in there until the night before garbage uh-huh. day, and then, and then, then it is it. getting thrown well, out. Well, I will say my husband will eat more leftovers than I will. Like yeah, so am I. So if if he, I'll put it in there and see if he eats it. If he doesn't eat it, it's going in the garbage. But I've gotten better, and there are certain things that I will eat leftovers of, but I still don't really eat a do lot much. of them. I yeah. I will. So like like I said, I sous vide. Yeah. A lot, and what I what I will sous vide is like pork loin. Yeah. Uh, I'll do stump steak, like ribeye cap. I like to oh, uh, sous vide. Yeah. I have done brisket and, and things tougher mm. things like that um, that I've finished on a smoker. Sure. Like I'll do a little combo, yeah. which people who smoke hate, by the way, yeah. because it's like I'm cheating. You're cheating because otherwise I'm doing you the didn't hard wake part. up at six a.m. No. to put it in. No, yeah. I put it in for my, two my hours. My husband will wake yeah. up and. Which is fine. I love smoked hey, meats. Hey, it's cool. Um, yeah, and no, there's totally a difference. I know there's a difference. Yeah. But I like my cheater method. That's, if, you know, if, at least I'm very if it's lazy. good, then it's fine. It tastes good. I will say I will. So when we know we're going to have too much food, we will undercook some of that. Because you know it's going to be more when you reheat it the next day. So right. if we're like, we've got X amount and we know we're only going to eat some of it, We'll like pull out that piece of meat or whatever sure. it is a little early, and say, okay, this one is the one that will be left over. Well, and that's what I was gonna say oh, about sous vide yeah. is that when I sous vide because I'm going to finish whatever it is mm. either in a pan or under the broiler or whatever because sous vide is just a method of warming, warming it to it a certain yeah. temperature and holding it there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't 
brown it or sear it or anything like sure. that. And if you're eating a good steak, you want a nice sear yep, on it. for sure. I'm not going to take it out of the bag and eat it and there. put it on your yeah. plate. No. It's not, you're not going to like it. It's not that. good there. You gotta, no. You need another you gotta, step. <laughs> you gotta put something on it and then sear it really good. Yep, I and, get it. Um, what I find is I tend to undercook a little bit when mm-hmm. I sous vide. And so when I finish it in the pan, it might get pretty close to where I want it to be. Yeah. Um, and then if I have leftovers, you know, it's pretty close and yeah. I'm pretty happy with it. Sure. Um, depending on how I like reheat it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but... But I will eat leftover proteins. That's all those things, you know. I'll eat more leftover proteins than I will probably anything else. Yeah, that's no, kind of what I was yeah. going to say. We, I mean, we don't have leftover vegetables in our house ever at all <laughs> because my eight year old, at this point, we've actually pretty much given up on meats for him. Like, even yeah. when we go to a restaurant, we're just like, we're going to have double vegetables and a carb of some sort, whether it's rice or pasta. Maybe some mac and cheese something. if you're lucky. But otherwise, just the vegetables. <laughs> like Double vegetables. Because even like we went out to dinner, we went out to Mexican and like the twins eat tacos and quesadillas and the rice and all of that. And they actually don't didn't don't have a lot of vegetables at a lot of Mexican restaurants. So he just gets French fries and rice. Because he doesn't eat anything else. So, yeah. And there's, That's so funny. So I'm like, whatever. And there's actually a restaurant in town, well, in the next town over, that we go to, not frequently because we don't go to anything frequently, but, you know, somewhat often. And they have their mixed vegetables is Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, carrots. So he'll get in, like, a little tiny cast iron pan. It's adorable. So... Oh. But so he'll just eat the vegetables. Like, he just literally, we just put vegetables on his plate. He ate an entire head of cauliflower for dinner the other night. That was it. Just a head of cauliflower. All by himself. Wow. So we never have vegetables. That's cool. Like, never have leftover vegetables of any sort in this house. (laughs) Literally ever. That's So mostly we just have protein. So. I'm, you know, that's kind of my main. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, My twin boy is very just... Meat and potatoes, like, he'll have a hot dog and mac and cheese, and he'll have tacos, and he'll have, like, pork chops. and But he just doesn't really stray from just a protein and a vegetable, and, like, that's it. He doesn't... Yeah. He's the one that's like, I don't like it, but I'll eat it for a lot of, like, different things. My oldest, mm-hmm. who's the one that's autistic, he eats all the vegetables... Any vegetable I could. He asks for Brussels sprouts and asparagus and cauliflower, like, right. all the time. Right, And so he gets his protein pretty much from eggs. He eats, like, five eggs every morning. So, fine. Whatever. And yeah. bacon. He'll eat all the bacon. He didn't eat bacon the other day. He didn't finish his bacon the other day. And I'm like, clearly he's getting sick because he didn't eat all his bacon. Because he will Something steal is wrong. your bacon. Like, he will literally go to his sister and be like, bacon? And he doesn't really talk but he will ask for your bacon that's so funny (laughs) and that my little girl is me just little so like she will ask for a snack for smoked salmon and borson cheese on cucumbers with dill like dill sprinkled on top of it like that's her favorite snack and like she'll sit and she'll eat sushi and you know the one day i made like chicken nuggets and mac and cheese for them and like you know i um you know, baked salmon and like spinach or something for me. And she didn't eat her chicken nuggets. She ate my salmon. Like she's, <laughs> she's like, I don't you want ate this. Those chicken nuggets. Like, I don't want this. I want what you have. So That's our kids could funny. not be any more 
different of what foods they prefer. That's funny. That's good. Mine are very classic, my kids. Like, you know, I asked them today. I was Mm. like, what's your favorite food? Tell me what your favorite food is. And my oldest said pizza. Okay. And my little one said ice cream. Mint ice cream. Uh, My daughter's favorite is... Well, she has two favorites. They were talking about this at school today, actually, because I overheard her. She's like, Mommy, what's that ice cream that Grandma has? And I was like, Mackinac Island fudge. She's like, I like that mixed with mint chocolate chip, but her favorite is mint chocolate chip moose tracks. Oh. So it's little chunks of like mo- of like chocolate and caramel, I okay. think, with mint chocolate, mint, ch- mint ice cream. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's her favorite. My twin boy doesn't really like sweets. He'll eat like... Um, he'll drink like a milkshake sometimes but he doesn't really like ice cream he doesn't really like cake he'll have brownies once in a while and then my oldest doesn't really love sweets either like he'll eat huh. brownies mostly but my daughter will eat all the sweets right all of she's them. gonna balance them out. yeah for sure yeah i have to say culver's has a mint chip custard on mm, occasion okay and they're Chocolate chips are like little shavings rather oh, than so like little like, bits. Yeah, I think I prefer that. Like, I like the like shavings better. Perfect. It's nice. just like really, really good. Okay. Yeah. Now I so want I gotta food say, and ice cream. If All you right. can go to Culver's and get the mint chip, and they do post online their like daily their, scoop of the day. Yeah, they've got one. If you go to your local whatever, right? We have one not but too I, far from here. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I recommend maybe stopping by. Okay, I'll check that out. I will say that my my forte, my husband's is proteins. Mine is baking. So yeah, like baking I mean, is my thing. I was thing. trying to think of it earlier. Anything and I was with like... dough, whether it's bread or whether it's cookies or cakes or anything, like dough is my thing. It's just it is, which is horrible because yeah. it's a ton of carbs or sugar. But yeah, but your cupcakes are bomb, Lauren. <laughs> right. There you go. See, <laughs> I've had those cupcakes. <laughs> I just They're need to pass them along perfect. to everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I did ask my husband uh, this question when we were mm-hmm. talking about favorite food, and he immediately was like, "Did you want to know what my favorite beer style was?" Oh. And I was like, "Oh, I hadn't really thought of that." And so yeah. inspired, I did get his. Okay. Which was a snarky answer, <laughs> but I also thought of my own, and I have to say. I would say when push comes to shove, I think that my favorite beer style is probably uh, New England IPAs. Okay. Which maybe is a surprise because we drink a lot of stouts on this podcast. We also drink a lot of double IPAs that aren't always New England IPAs. And I just, you know, I like Gummy Apocalypse is one of my favorite beers. Uh, Strange Old Woods, which we drank very recently. Uh, is a, a beer that I've liked for a very, very long yeah. time. Um, and it's one of those types, it's one of those beer styles that if it's on the menu and I don't know the brewery or I've never had that particular sure. one before, yeah. I feel pretty good about getting sure. it. Because you pretty much, generally, you know a range of what that's going to be. Like their stouts could be all over and other things could be all over. IPAs even mm-hmm. can be all over, depending. Um, yeah, no, I get that. Mine's nowhere... In the realm of what we normally drink. My favorite style would be a Berliner Weiss. Oh, that's 100%. good, though. That's good. So, I mean, we used to drink those. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's. I like a, a good one. Like, I've had some crappy ones. But, like, I like the tartness to it. Like, I just like the flavor profile. Oh, yeah. So yeah, no, that's, that's a like good one, though. That's totally really my thing. And don't get me wrong. I, I will clearly drink anything. But if I had to pick, that's probably what I would gravitate towards. So when I asked my husband, okay. he said 
And he was, he said, oh, English mild. And then I was like, no, <laughs> name five English milds from five, you know, right. that you've had, different English milds that you've had. And he was like, I can't. And exactly. I was like, then that can't, that can't be your, be your favorite, favorite style. style. <laughs> and he immediately went to Miskatonic has an English mild called okay. Angry Mob. Oh. And so he loves that beer. And okay. it is one of his absolute favorite beers. Okay. I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to Miskatonic. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so but you're not going to find a lot. But yeah, I told him that was kind of BS and that that couldn't be his favorite beer style. So he leaned back and went to Stout. Okay. Um, okay. And he, he said that, you know, his favorite Stout is probably Founder's Breakfast Stout. Okay. Um. You know, I was kind of like, well, you know, the funny thing about that beer, and we talked about it when we talked mm-hmm. about Founders, is that uh, the funny thing about Breakfast Stout is, is it's a very solid stout that you can get very often and yes, pretty easily. for sure. And, and, and it's that, pretty consistent year yeah. to year, too. Like, there's some beers that come out annually, but I feel like aren't necessarily as consistent as that's been. I feel like that's been pretty consistent, at least for the last handful of years. Yeah, so I thought that was a good... That's fair. Um, you know, a good pick okay. and a good, like, an easy, like, easily accessible... I it's like that. It's not surprised that you, it would be a favorite. You can't pick a beer that you're only going to drink once in your life to be your favorite. Like, you can, but you're never going to have it again. I know. So... I mean, if you... Gun to my head, if you want me to tell you that Westbrook's... Uh, yeah, Mexican, the Mexican coffee, cho- cake yeah, coffee cake is my favorite beer. Well, sure, sure I could tell you Great. that, but, but you're not. When are you going to have? When that am again? I going to have that again? Yeah. No, not until we go there and get it, Lauren. Yeah, I'm going to North Carolina in a month. They have Westbrook in North Carolina, but they won't have that. But they do have Westbrook. Did I tell you that my brother's moving to North Carolina? You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. I can always have him keep an eye out. Yes. Anyways, moving on. Beer for burgers Beer for is what burgers. we're drinking now. This is a Bach, uh, barrel-aged Bach. I like this. Again, you know, I've had off-color, but I don't know if I've ever had off-color not at mm. the brewery. <laughs> I, like I don't this buy too. off color very often. I actually really like this one. So this one's tasting notes. Hellesbach. Sorry, I didn't say the Hellesbach. whole thing. Hellesbach yeah. blended with bourbon barrel aged lager. Ooh, okay. So maybe, I miss. Maybe I like the mix. It. Um, hmm. Yeah. Barrel aged. And, you know, I think it tastes. I really like This is a very unique beer it, it is i really um, like this i like this way more than i expected to like this and maybe my husband it's said he it's really liked it i've never had it i've never I had, had it either he had another can he may have had a four pack worth of this this was the last can and i don't believe i tried it yeah up until now no um, I, I feel actually, like i would remember right i really like this one i am happy that we chose this beer for burgers all right it's yeah you should get this you guys it's unique, though. Like, what would you say about it? I mean, we've we've talked about liking it. I'm having trouble like pinpointing what what we can giving compare it this some, to. Using words to describe it's it. It's just good. Just drink it. It's it's likable in the way that you would like like classic German style beer. Mm-hmm. It's. It does, so it has a little more bite, a little more heat than, like, a regular lager, for But it's example. all up front. Yes. All in the first, like, yes. all up front. It goes down really yeah, smooth. Yeah, it's super smooth. There's no aftertaste to it. That little bit of bite, that little yeah. bit of tingly on your tongue, like, 
that's all just in the front and then it's mm-hmm. smooth going down and it's I, it's actually it's really I tasty. I really to me. like yeah. this. Yeah, this is really good. Mm. Kudos off color. Before we close the book on off color, I just want to yes. point out that I know we drank beer for pizza and I don't regret it, but maybe we should have drank Apex Predator, yeah. which is one of their flagships. Yeah. If you if not every brewery has kind of regular mainstay yeah, you can pretty beers, much always get. But Apex Predator, which is a farmhouse, um, yep. is a beer that Off Color has been making uh, for a very long time. Yeah. And you is can just... also get Scurry, which yeah. was one of their first two beers. And that's a unique beer. It's like honey, oats, molasses. It's like an okay. old school German type of beer. Um, but they have that almost all the time, yeah. too, I believe. Okay. Apex but, yeah. Predator is just, if you want to branch out beyond, like, classic German-style beer, mm-hmm. it's a farmhouse. Yep. Um, I think Apex Predator is a great place to start. Yeah. Um, I remember drinking that beer at the Hop Leaf downtown. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, out to dinner. Yeah. And just being like this is great yeah what, where did this come from where do, you know and it's good it's i feel like almost all the beers i've had from them have a something unique tasting about yeah them. and like, it's i mean they're called off color brewing so yeah. it's not a surprise sure. it's the direction that they plan yeah. to go and i think they accomplish it I very totally well i totally do yeah uh yeah, and i Ape- really like them apex predator is one of their ones that you can get pretty much all the time um, I've seen dino s'mores around yeah. a ton. I think di- so. well, and dino s'mores like released pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but dino s'mores has been a big one for them for yeah. a few years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband's a big dino s'mores fan. When I asked him a while ago to tell me his favorite brewery, mm-hmm. he he said foreign exchange. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, but we besides all say Ricky, that. yeah. Um, he used to really, really love Off Color. Okay. And not to say lo- any love has been lost, because no. I really don't think so. No, I really um, like Off Color, too. Yeah. I think that he's just been so excited, just like us, he's been so excited at what's been coming out of so many breweries sure. that saying you have a favorite brewery is it's almost really impossible. really hard, especially in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. Everybody's putting out new, interesting, good quality beers every other I mean, week. Like, we're so blessed. Yeah, we really I mean, are. We, we have not <laughs> had the need... To leave the Chicagoland area in the fifty-three episode, we have we've done bells sure. and we've but talked we haven't about had to because there's a plethora but of beers in the Chicagoland. I have there's places we haven't even yeah, drank yet. I have yeah. three breweries worth of Chicagoland beers in oh, my yeah. fridge, ready for future episodes. Yeah. Um, totally. That are easily and don't even scratch the surface on what we could possibly mm-hmm. do with breweries in the Chicagoland area. Which makes it hard to say a favorite. Like, there's so many that... And they are putting, like, off-color. It's hard to compare this particular beer to something from another brewery because it's unique. Yeah, So, like, when you're trying to do that comparison between them and somebody else, everybody has kind of their own spin on things. Yeah. So... Exactly. Yeah. I think it's why my husband jokingly said English Mild was his favorite beer style because (laughs) Miskatonic, for example, has a special place in his heart. Sure. Because they're yet another brewery that really makes 
very interesting mm-hmm. choices when it comes to what style of beer they're going to put out. Yeah. You know, and they put out, you know, they put out Scotch ales. Yeah, they put they... out cool stuff. Like, yeah. that's the other thing. There's so many, I feel like, at least for me, for a while there, I was getting burnt out on, like, not just IPAs, but hazy IPAs. And I love Hot Butcher, but, I mean, like, I just got sick of well, that style yeah. of beer for a while. And, like, I love seeing different styles of beer come out or variations or whatever the um, something that i feel like is coming back into the fold is the black ipa yeah i've been hearing rumblings of that i drank one the other day actually i'll probably have one tomorrow at um the tangled roots uh, lock and mule the new place in lockport they did a collab with a very small brewery also in lockport nick and ivy across the street from them so there's uh two breweries across the street and they instead of competing they collabed immediately, like which well, is we've great. Talked about that before yeah. that the the industry is is that of friendship and collaboration yeah. rather than straight rather on than competition for sure. And so it was actually really good. So now I'm like in the search for black IPAs, black IPAs because and I've seen actually a handful of breweries that are like we're gonna do this again. So well, <laughs> I think that we I I I don't know if it's on the episode, so I don't want to spoil something. Mm, okay. But I know that we spoke with somebody from a brewery mm. not long ago that said that they talked very very much about doing a black IPA and they really liked it. Mm-hmm. This um, is true. Yeah. But they but it was it's not trending it was, right now and it's not popular yeah. and it just won't sell. It's coming and, back. And uh, that might not be <laughs> yeah. the case. Yeah. I like it. But I like the uniqueness of a lot of the beers coming out recently, which mm-hmm. may be partially because everyone's buying up all the beer. We're not going out. We're, we're doing more things inside. I mean, like, obviously, there's probably less dis- less mass distribution, but people are buying more beer for home consumption absolutely, now. Absolutely. So. <laughs> I mean, when my husband and I were on this quest, quest to like fill our keyser mm-hmm. oh yeah we were sort of like well we should be able to get basically anything we want because mm. there's no restaurants and bars yeah. buying kegs right 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 now not uh, as and much. for the most part that was true i yeah. mean for the most part we're in a position where we were kind of able to get pretty much what you wanted yeah, yeah for sure so but again it gives us it gives people it gives brewers a little bit more leeway to be a little more creative too when people are looking for something to enjoy something different, something mm-hmm. that is unique. And it's almost just like an activity. At least it has been for the last 11 months. Sure. That, oh, there's this new thing. I can go grab it and I can come home. Right. Like, so it's, yeah. it's something that's people look forward to mm-hmm. right now. So, mm-hmm. which I think is great because I do think there's been a lot of new and different things that have come out, which maybe, who knows, maybe they would have, maybe they wouldn't have. But, yeah. you know, we're, we're in a good position to try them all. So. I agree. All right. All right. Off color. Hey. Cheers. Cheers to off color and mm-hmm. cheers to you. And thanks for sharing all your favorite foods with me. <laughs> I am hungry now. I know. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I have all to right. get like a pizza after this. Right. All right. Uh, and thanks for joining us, you guys, for episode one of year two. Ooh, all, right. all right. Sounds good. Season right. two. All Here right. We got season thanks. two. I love that. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.